Assalamu alaikum. May peace be upon you. Welcome to Sisters Unraveled, where we strive to strengthen our sisterhood by deconstructing current day struggles through the Islamic lens. Before we get started, just a quick disclaimer that we are by no means Islamic scholars. All of our discussions are based on our personal experiences and perspectives. We kindly ask you to be respectful of others' views, and we will try our best to do so as well. All right, I'm literally going to throw the most randomest topic at you, and let's see what you have to say about it. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes me scared. <laughs> no, no, no. You'll be fine. So basically, end of January, you might have seen this on the news, Disney Plus came out with this updated content warning label, which they updated in all their classic movies or a lot of their classic movies and basically this content warning label basically released the fact that they are going to be misrepresenting people and cultures basically saying that they're i know it's ridiculous basically saying that they're racist and that they're okay with it so this got me thinking like as muslims and i guess even just in general as like human beings how ethical is it for us to be watching disney's movies and supporting disney overall because when mulan came and i and i knew that you know i heard this uproar i saw this uproar on social media that that the movie was you know being filmed in uyghur you know a chinese province where all these muslims are being held in concentration camp i didn't watch mulan but Yes, I still same. I still go on Disney Plus thanks to my cousin's account. Yay me. But <laughs> I I'm not, I haven't boycotted Disney. It's not that I go run to watch Disney either, but I haven't boycotted it and just really like honestly like where does our responsibility lie in all of this? What do you think? Firstly, thanks for ruining my childhood. Okay, do it same here. Sweet life is Zach and Cody. <laughs> yeah, like I like even now, when I'm, like, need to watch something that I don't need to, like... Because sometimes I like to watch something that's not new, and mm-hmm. I just kind of know the comfort, because, like, we grew up with Disney yeah. Channel and Nickelodeon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like having it there so I don't have to think. It's just, like, an easy, like, escape for me. Yeah. So right now I'm watching iCarly, even though that's not Disney. Nice. Um, so it, you just basically ruined my childhood <laughs> because I was not aware of that. You're welcome. Um, someone also ruined my childhood with Disney. Was it Disney? Yeah, I think it was Sister Yasmin Mujahid where she had showed how corrupt the Cinderella movies, the Beauty and the Beast, oh, yeah. all of these movies, how like their stories yeah. actually are so not like beneficial oh for us. God. And they're we actually, grew up with this. Yeah, they're actually grim fairy tales. They're terrible exactly. if you read the original not stories. Just, not even just that, but like the effect that they have on our real life. And I feel like they did corrupt us for our adulthood because like for instance, I don't know if you can agree with it. Like for instance, this idea of Cinderella waiting for your prince charming yeah. who's just gonna show up and things like that. I feel yeah, like are you kidding now me? people <laughs> exactly and and sorry as a daisy with Bollywood on top of it, it's just like <laughs> what? Like it just corrupt us for like in our twenties. Yeah. Um, when society thinks you're the perfect age for marriage, whatever. Anyways, that's a different topic. <laughs> but. I don't, the one thing that was coming to mind as you were speaking was, I don't know if I should be more happy with the fact that they're open about being racist or that they are racist. I mean, wait, whoa. Okay, no, hold on. That's a wrong statement. 
I don't know if I should find comfort in the fact that they actually openly said they're racist. Like, they're being honest about it, yeah. so I'm more aware of their content than be worried that they are racist. I don't know if that makes sense. Wait, no. because Like, I guess what I mean is, like, okay, like, for instance, like, someone is a liar, right? Mm -hmm. And they come and tell you, oh, I'm a liar. Mm -hmm. Would you find that, would you appreciate them being honest with you saying, oh, I am a liar? Or would you rather just be their friend and not know that they're ever a liar oh no i know i'm I, phrasing this very weirdly uh, no 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 i definitely appreciate the fact that disney came out what i don't agree with is the fact that they were so nonchalant about it like oh yeah we're just updating our content warning labels are you kidding me man like i appreciate the fact that now i know a hundred percent for sure that they're misrepresenting cultures like i don't think i don't think like Inshallah, when I have kids, I want them... Like, I think I'm going to be filtering out... Like, okay, I'm sticking with Sweet Life, Zach and Cody, and all of that stuff for, like, myself. But... Because that that's already been there, done that, right? Like, I, the damage has already been done. But... I don't think I want to, like... Or if I do watch Disney movies moving forward, I'm going to be very skeptical. Like, I don't think I'm going to trust... But then again, there comes this dilemma in my head where it's like, is it unethical for me to be watching something where I know people are being misrepresented? Yeah. And I even just said, like, when you talked about the whole Milan situation, like, I know there was a whole uproar, and I didn't watch it either because of the con- mm-hmm. context behind it that was being filmed in Uyghur. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the pictures I've seen and the stories I've heard, seriously, like, man, look, grant them the highest of Jenna makes this easy for them because at this point, seeing how politics are working and how no one's stepping up, I feel like yeah. nothing's ever going to be done, yeah. which is really a sad reality. Um, but I, I for, for me, it wasn't even just about the, the fact that they filmed it there. I felt like I felt guilty mm. because... They can go there and film a movie, but no one can actually go there and help someone. Yeah. Like, for me, that was going in my head, and I was just like, there are people dying and being tortured, yeah. and no one's willing to, like, take the step to go there and help. Yeah. But they can all go freely to film a movie. Right, and all these so people are even... getting so hyped, too, to watch the movie, and it's like, exactly. are you kidding me? You don't know, like, everything that's going on in the news. Exactly, yeah. and we have, like, I have grown up watching Milan, although I hated it at first. <laughs> um, I've grown up watching Milan, and I've grown up, and then this new series of, like, Disney making them all, like, real people movie, I guess that's what you call oh, it. Oh, um, I forgot So, I like, think. from cartoon to real people. Yeah. Um, so, like, I was always up to date with, like, whenever they came out with Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And when Milan was announced, we were like, okay, we're going to watch it, we're going to watch it. Yeah, and then same. when this whole thing came out, I was like, nah. Even, and then it just made me not want to watch it regardless. But in terms of the content and them being racist, um, yeah, I'm still stuck with, like, I'm appreciative that they actually came out and said that. It makes me not want to watch them anymore. Yeah, because I'm but thinking I think... of, like, I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, Aladdin, for example. Like, yes, we can sit there and enjoy these movies, but even if there isn't an uproar, there's still misrepresentation of these people, right? So, for example, yeah. Aladdin, do people actually dress like that? Do people actually talk like that? Do people actually live like that? Like, now all these questions are going through my head. 
But the one question I have is like, I know this may be a too much out there question, I guess. How, where is the line that you draw between the fiction mm-hmm. and representation? Because like, look, at the end of the day, a cartoon is a cartoon, but mm-hmm. like some like that's what I use cartoons for. I never go into watching cartoons thinking of all these in depth. So when all this like Cinderella, um, Beauty and the Beast, like when Yasmin Majida broke it down and like, oh my god, saying like how corrupt it makes us in our adult life, mm-hmm. I was like, I never even thought it that way. For me, it was just like a simple getaway, like right. just a free movie cartoon, just thinking about right. it. And I feel like it takes away the innocence that I have, I guess, mm-hmm. or the innocence that these shows bring out. Yeah. Um, but similar to you, it does make me a little more conscious about, like, what I watch, what I do. But where I was getting to is, like, how much can you just, like, make a fiction, right? But then cause the reason why I ask is, like, anything that's made into a movie, anything that's a form of entertainment... Is everything have to be, like, to the dot? Well, the thing is, like, okay, well, I'm thinking back on, like, for example, when we were little kids and we watched, like, Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, Cinderella, Snow White, all those shows, all those movies, right? Now, when a child is very young, basically anything and everything that they're exposed to, whether it's TV Mm -hmm. or their parents or their siblings... It goes and sits in their heads, right? And it yeah. formulates their personality, their perspectives. Now, people, especially the Desi community, I have to say, yeah, parents don't understand that. They really don't understand that. So they'll be shouting in front of their kids. They'll be doing all sorts of stuff in front of their kids. And they're, they they think, oh, you know, like, the kid doesn't know anything. But, like, that kid's, like, storing everything in their head. Like, you know, it's the same concept of, like, if you're going to pray, then your child's going to pray. If you don't pray, your child, doesn't matter how many times you tell your child to pray, they're not going to pray. They're, yeah. They they learn by example. But just going back to the whole Disney thing, I feel like, okay, we were young children, but how much of that, like, misrepresentation of cultures, for example, went and, formu- you know, formulated the biases that we have today as adults? That's what I'm yeah, thinking but, back on. But... Okay, so see, this is where my question comes in. Like, I agree with you completely. Like, if you're going to represent a culture, like, either do it properly or leave it alone. Yeah. Like, so that way you're not misrepresenting and also you're not educating, miseducating people about certain things that don't even exist. Like, for instance, let me give you an example. And this is a very odd example. Like, in my college, Halloween day. Let's just take Halloween day. Mm -hmm. Like... There were so many costumes that you can consider culture appropriation. Mm. Like, I don't know if this was culture, but, like, there was one where someone was dressed as a nun. Oh, wow. Um, But it was, like, the way that the costume was. I don't want to use this word. um, But the way that the costume was was the complete opposite of the representation oh. of what a nun should be and what they believe. So oh many God. people started raising their voices or even like like taking a religious figure and kind of dressing up in complete of the opposite right. sense but having like those little key details that make them like, oh, you're a nun. Yeah. And I think that's very disrespectful. I agree. So either do it correctly or to stay away from it. But then where my question comes in is like, 
when you go about entertaining someone, when you go about inter- like writing a book, and the reason why I say this is because in college, in my last two years, I was also working on a children's book. And I didn't realize this until I was actually writing the children's book when it came to illustration. Because I was working with my professor and we had to seriously sit there and talk about race. Talk about how each individual in the classroom, Mm -hmm. the children's book that I was writing, is going to be represented. What are they going to wear? What is this color skin tone? And we wanted to make sure if they're representing a culture, then we properly represented right. but then it, it just becomes like culture is also evolving mm-hmm. right in today's context of what someone identifies them to be like for instance like us daisies right mm-hmm. i have no idea where i'm going with this like us daisies right now like previously the way that they were defined is like by certain traits that people carry out or like in pakistan community like the scummy shavar mm-hmm. I don't know. But, like, nowadays, you don't really see people wearing that. Mm. So, like, for instance, like, if someone was to represent a Pakistani in a movie or something and wearing kamishavar, at the same time, I can't relate to that because I don't normally wear kamishavar. Right. Right? So, it's like, where does this represent it? Because there's such a wide spectrum. And I'm not asking that in terms of, like, um... In terms of, like, where does representation come in? But I'm asking generally more, like, where is the line of, like, drawing things from fiction, coming up with unique ideas, and then also putting representation in? Like, how do you go about it? Right. And I realized that was a big struggle I had when writing the children's book because I was like, okay, this is... I, a couple of the student characters that I took were t- taken from, like, a couple of my friends um, because they had such a unique background. Like, for instance, one of my friends was... She looks Caucasian, but she doesn't have a Caucasian background. Mm-hmm. She well. has, like, Puerto Rican, Italian... I, I don't even know what it classifies anymore. But it was just so difficult to, like, go about that situation because I was like, oh, I'm just drawing for the fun of it. I'm just drawing for kids. That was my mindset. Right. But when she started bringing these things up, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we have to pay attention to that too. Yeah. So I'm just trying to see where is that line between, like, being just creating an idea and just being, a f- like, in regards to like fiction novels and things like that and then having these matters come into play i think there definitely is a fine line and i don't think there is one particular route that companies or individuals can take in order to properly address it but i do think there are a couple of minor things that they can do to ensure that there isn't like constant uproar Mm -hmm. So, for example, like with the Mulan situation, if they knew in the current, in like literally China is so big, they could have chosen any <laughs> province. But for them to know what's been going on up in the news and to like specifically still choose that province, I think was very um, insensitive. Yeah. But with regards to like that fine line of create finding creativity but also making sure that you're representing representing i think that yes cultures evolve and it's important to you know like it's not necessary that for example disney's always gonna look at like oh how did daisy's dress in 2021 versus like 2010 right 
Um, I think there needs to be, like, some sort of, number one, understanding that cultures evolve. Disney needs to realize that. And I think that little steps like taking a survey of the consum- of consumers, like, um, even, even, like, simply, like, let's say they're going to use how this is used to dress in 2010, for example, I think simply like even having another content warning label in the beginning of their TV show or movie saying like we specifically decided to choose the way that Daisy's dress in 2010 versus 2021 yeah. like showing that there's this understanding that cultures are different and like I think there still needs to be that level of of authenticity. Yeah. It doesn't matter who the consumer is or what their target audience is. I think they're they, there, there are different aspects that can become fictitious, right? Like, a personality can be fiction. Um, the style of doing something could be fiction. But I don't... I personally don't think that someone's culture should be something that can yeah. can be tweaked with, if you know what no, I mean. No, I agree. I agree on that. The, uh, the one thing that was coming to mind when you were saying that is... There are movies, like... I like watching documentary, but there are some movies that take place in particular time eras, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're very, it's very, in their bio, they write it's for this time era. And then you kind of get an idea of, like, why this culture. But I feel like what people start to do is take a time era for one culture and try to fit it into current day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen that. That, I I don't think that's fair. Where they're taking, like, a 2009 (laughs) representation of a culture or, like, in the 1800s or whatever (laughs) and fitting it into 2020 context. I'm like, that that doesn't work. If you're going to make a movie... Where it's about a particular, like, current day um, struggles with representation and talk about current day the way that it's represented now. Rather than putting, like, an 1800 representation now. Yeah. And it's, I feel like that's so messed up. Um, but, no, I agree with it. But, again, that just ruined my childhood completely. <laughs> um, knowing that. You're but now I'm just like, yeah, now I'm just like, okay, I don't know if I'm planning to watch Disney. Um, at least the movies, I just don't have. But you know what? After- Even if you do, just know that you're now going to be more conscious and mindful. Yeah. You know? I feel like not to think more. And that's, I feel like that's one of the yeah. biggest issues. Like, sometimes you just want to watch something for the sake of watching. Yeah. And not for the sake of, like, really. Th- and that's what I tend to use, like, Disney Channel and Nickelodeon for. Because mm-hmm. I just felt like it's especially back in the days when we were watching disney channel right. i definitely felt that it was more appropriate compared to what's now yeah 100 percent. so i just like having it there because i'm like i know i'm not gonna see anything stupid as a muslim so it's just like a safe ground for me to refer to it and yeah. just to have like one 10 minutes of entertainment or 20 minutes of entertainment I, I feel that to get a break i feel that and but now also, like, with everything coming in but also i just have to say i'm totally gonna interrupt you right now because why is every doctor in every TV show Disney or not Indian? And also, oh my why God. is every Indian child in every single show have a Disney, have a, not Disney, have an Indian accent? Please, ex- yes. someone explain this to me. Yeah. And don't even get me started on how every hijabi in every show ends up taking her hijab off for some guy. Oh my but god. That's a whole Don't other- get me started on that. <laughs> Can I seriously just point this one out? There's this one show on Netflix. Do not watch it. Highly don't recommend it. 
And I started watching because I like sports movies and things. Uh-huh. So it was more of like a, in that category, but not a sport. Mm-hmm. And there's this, it was a dancing um, series. And there's a Muslim men in the whole series. Uh-huh. And I think I told you about it a little bit. And I told you, and I, I had a very negative review when I mess, sent you that text message because I was like, Oh, there's a Muslim in there, and he's praying. <laughs> he's praying, and his roommate that he has is like against him because of like his experiences, whatever, whatever. But I was so annoyed that he's so strict with his prayers, but that he's going out like no clothes. And I'm like, this is where I stopped the show. But like, there were just so many boundaries, like oh my God. relationship with the opposite gender. Like, what? Where okay. does Islam come then? Get this. I'm, I started watching this very popular show. I'm not going to say what it is, but... I think I know. I, yeah, very popular show on Netflix. And there is one Muslim character. Two, actually. But one is more Muslim or seems to be represented oh, as more Muslim. That. And everything's fine. He seems super chill. All of a sudden, he's, like, going on dates. But, but he doesn't drink alcohol. I was like, what? Yeah. what is happening? And, like, why is that a thing constantly? And then secondly... Muslims are actually shown as terrorists constantly throughout the show. And then they showed someone praying and the person, like, instead of sitting down, like, you know, when you do your taslim, like, instead of sitting down, he was, like, sitting on his knees, but he was, like, you know how you sit on your knees, but you're, like, your back is straight and you're actually, like, Mm -hmm. just leaning on your knees rather than your butt to your feet? He would, that's how his taslim was. It was weird. I was, like, how do you, who prays like that, man? Y'all didn't even do your research. (laughs) No, forget American television. Okay, I'm going to... Okay, this is going to go on another friend, but forget American television. But even Pakistani television, which I have no idea what's it called. But Bollywood or Pakistani television, I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I don't either. Um, their television, which you think, being an Islamic state, uh-huh. you think they will have at least more no. of a respect boundary. And it's the complete opposite. And that's where I, I remember I was actually speaking to one of my friends that I met at work. Um, she has an Indian background. And I was telling her, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of Pakistani things because of the fact I have this expectation right. for them. Being an Islamic country that they're going to at least uphold these values. Yeah. And now... And it's the complete opposite. So I'm like, if that's what I have to watch from my own people, then might as well just watch something that's probably yeah. more decent from someone else. Like, I yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's really, me. it's really sad. You know what we should do? We should just what? like start our own company, like a film production, TV production. Oh limit, God! Become a monopoly and take over all of these industries because i think is, you're dreaming big dreaming big dude you can only one can only hope because this is getting out of control but anyway i don't got the mind for that <laughs> i don't got the creativity for that Inshallah, one day one day though dude that children's book that i was working on is still in development oh my god it's just insane <laughs> and i think that also becomes like even not even just the movies we see but i guess talking about like being a Muslim in the industry. That, dude, that's like a whole other... Yeah, let's not touch on that yet. That's a whole other topic. That is just... It's, it's, so, just not. it's so nuanced. It's just too much to it, you know? it's There's no one right answer for anything, especially nowadays in the nuanced society that we live in. But today's discussion was really great. I really enjoyed this. So let's touch base yeah. on uh, Muslims in the film and industry next time. Inshallah. So, inshallah. inshallah.